You're listening to Grace and Truth for Today, a ministry of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Born out of a desire to connect with our church family during the coronavirus pandemic, Grace and Truth for Today exists to highlight the need for a fullness of grace and truth in the lives of believers and to encourage you in your daily walk with God. For more information about Cleveland Baptist Church, please visit clevelandbaptist.org. Now here's Pastor Pete with Grace and Truth for Today. Good morning. Welcome to Grace and Truth for today. Uh, I'm your host, Pastor Pete, and thanks again for tuning in uh, for this uh, brief devotion that we uh, provide uh, three times a week now. And certainly appreciate again your uh, kindness to uh, give a few minutes of your time to study the Word of God with us together. Uh, we are, of course, continuing our journey here in the life of Joseph. And I want to call your attention uh, in the 43rd chapter of the book of Genesis, a couple of verses. Uh, Jacob's sons have made their return trip into Egypt. They have Benjamin with them now. And, um, and as, they, as they return, uh, they are invited into Joseph's house. Of course, they don't know that it's Joseph's house or that the man that they're most afraid of is, is their brother Joseph. But that's exactly what happens. The Bible says in verse number 18, the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house. Verse number 19, and they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house. And then they begin to offer some excuses as to how things have gone. And uh, we read in verse number 20, and said, Oh, sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food. And it came to pass when we came to the inn that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in our hands. So they're sort of covering for themselves. They said, you know, on our return trip, we were on our way home, and we discovered that all of the money that we had brought to pay for the food that we got in the last time, all of it was, was, still, in our, was still in our sack. And, and we brought that money again. Don't, don't worry, we have that money. Verse 22, and, and other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And so they're offering this, this excuse as to why things happened the way that it did last time. They think they're in this man's house because they're in serious trouble. But listen to what happens in verse 23. And he said, peace be to you, fear not. Your God and the God of your father have given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. And he brought Simeon out unto them. And the man brought the men unto Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their asses provender. I want to talk to you briefly today about something positive, or, or perhaps we might say a little bit of good news. For the first time in quite a while, some positive things start to transpire in the life of these men. We see that they're invited into Joseph's home. They're told that their money had been given to the Egyptians after all, and, and that this extra money in their, in their bags must have come from some mysterious place. They're reunited with their brother Simeon, and they're given water to wash their feet and, and to nourish their, their donkeys with. And I just have to imagine that they're, they're pretty encouraged by these developments, don't you think? Perhaps their, their anxious nerves begin to subside just a little, and maybe even a smile crossed their lips. You know, periodically, we just, we just need something good or something positive to happen. Recently, I, I prayed for a family in our church that really over the last 18 months or so has gotten nothing but bad news. I prayed, it was actually a, a week ago today, that I was on my knees, and I said, Lord, 
I don't know what, what's going to happen today, but Lord, would you give this family some good news? I use those words specifically. A little bit later that day, I, I texted the gentleman and I said, hey, how did things go today? There was an appointment that they were having with a physician. And he texted back in all caps. And you know that that's good news oftentimes when it's in all caps. And it said this, we got good news. I was floored. I don't know why I was. I shouldn't have been, but I was floored. The very thing that I asked the Lord to give them that day was the very thing he was responding with. You know, we can go in the strength of that good news for a long time, and that's exactly what God did here. Are you in need of something positive? Are you in need of some good news today? Well, let me encourage you to remember these truths from the story. Number one, Sometimes positive things come from the least likely sources. (laughs) These guys viewed Egypt with fear and intimidation, and they never dreamed that something good could come from Egypt. It had only ever produced difficulty in their lives. And yet, and yet on this trip, as as it begins, they discover that there were some good things that happened to them in Egypt. This was the last place they expected something positive. For you, perhaps it's a doctor's office. Last place you expect anything positive, maybe it's your boss's office. Maybe he's going to call you in here the next little bit instead of reaming you out for not doing your job the way that you know he wants it done or not measuring up to his impossible standards. Maybe, maybe he's going to call you into his office and he's going to give you a raise or he's going to praise you. I just remind you that sometimes positive things come from the least likely sources. But notice there's a second truth I discover in the story. Sometimes positive things happen to unworthy people. Did these guys deserve good news? Do they deserve positivity? Not really, if we, if we want to get real technical about it. Now, these guys really were just reaping what they had sown. These guys had made the life of their brother miserable. They had made some really poor choices and decisions. And now they were just reaping that which they had sown. But, but that's what they got. They got positivity. They got good news. You might think nothing positive will ever come to you because of how undeserving you are. But can I tell you that this story proves that it does happen sometimes. That oftentimes God delights in doing good things for people who are not really all that deserving. The Bible says that the rain falls on the evil and the good. In other words, we, we who are living our lives trying to please the Lord, trying to do the right thing, sometimes God gives rain to people who are living opposite of us. And we understand that. We recognize that sometimes good things happen even to people who are undeserving and unworthy. And so you may look at your life today and you might think, you know, I don't deserve anything good to happen to me today. But this story reminds us that God oftentimes does give good things to people who are undeserving. Salvation certainly is a prime example of that truth. Let me say thirdly, positive things happen when we trust the Lord. You know, Jacob's acknowledgement in verse number 14 of this chapter, and God Almighty, we talked about it on, on Tuesday, God Almighty give you mercy before the man that he may send away your other brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. His acknowledgement was a turning point for this family. For the longest time, this family had had tried to meet their own needs. But in this instance, they were powerless. They were completely at the mercy of the Egyptians, hoping, hoping that, that they would give mercy as they were led by God Almighty to do so. 
And that's exactly what happened. Hey, listen, the sooner you quit trusting in yourself and you begin trusting in the Lord, you become truly a prime candidate for something positive, something good to happen. So let's trust him today. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the truths that are found in your word. Such practical things are so helpful in our lives. Lord, I pray that you would bless those who have taken the time to listen to this. Maybe they come into this day in need of something good and positive to happen, and yet as they look at their calendar and their schedule today and the places they'll be and the people they'll encounter, and they look at their own lives and how unworthy they are, they assume that today is going to bring nothing but bad news. Lord, would you help us just to trust in you and understand that oftentimes that's the place where you begin to pour out your blessing, your kindness, your goodness upon us. Now, Lord, thank you for the truths that are discovered here in your word. Now, Lord, carry us through this day with these things. Lord, help us to trust you. And Lord, would you reward us with something good and something positive today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again to turning into Grace and Truth for today. God bless you for spending a few minutes with us here this morning. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Grace and Truth for today. If this podcast has been helpful to you, take a moment to share it with others by offering a rating and review. Grace and Truth for today is a production of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Cleveland Baptist Church is located at 4431 Tiedemann Road in Brooklyn, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at www.clevelandbaptist.org and we would love to see you soon. Thank you.